on that for for us. Uh, as you know, part of it is we, we're going to do a blog on um, on the background and and how it works and things like that. So, yep. um, I guess for starters, can you just explain um, explain the lesson and um, how it came to be and what you like best about it, um, and, th- and 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 then we'll go from there. Tabata workout, Tabata type workout. Um, the lesson we do is it's eight stations, and um, you know I try to change the stations every every workout. This you have a few that are your constants, but you know two, three, four of the stations I try to change every workout just so it doesn't get stale and it, it keeps moving. Um, and basically, you're on a station for 20 seconds and do as many repetitions as you can. Then you move to the next station. It's a 10-second rest in between. So for 20 seconds you work out, then you have a 10-second rest to get to the next station, then you work out again. You do all eight stations, and then you have a one-minute rest, and you do that circuit eight different times. Um, so that's the gist of basically how the, the, um, the workout happens. And it's kind of interesting how it really came to play because... You know, obviously, as you know, this is done with an adult group. This is an adult education group. And um, I do do this two nights a week with them. And, um, you know, when it started, it was, I had the idea, because we just got a new facility, new school. And one of the the big things that the superintendent and, and the administration, everybody wanted was for this to be open for the public, you know, for the community to be able to use it. And when it opened up, I, I had an idea of doing a night edu- night in the uh, facility, fitness facility for the community. Okay. So we started to do that, and as the people came in, I really didn't have a plan for you know like running a regular class. It was more come in, we'll do whatever you need to do to fit your needs, and um, this kind of just grew out of what they wanted to do. And um, it's kind of evolved because of the people in the class. You know, they'll come in and they'll say, you know, one group really wants to work on their cardio. One group really wants to work on their triceps. One group really wants to work on this part of their body. And I try to incorporate those type of exercises in the Tabata workout. And, um, you know, so it changes. It's it's very fluid. um, And it's all based on what they want to get out of it. And, you know, it's nice because it's actually, it's nice as a, as a teacher because it really makes me think because it is, an, you know, it's a, it's a adult group. So you're dealing with, you know, multiple, you know, some people have knee issues, some people have shoulder issues, some people have back issues, some people are in, in really good shape, some, you know, so mm-hmm. it really makes me do all the different levels. So I have multiple exercises and modifiers at each station to accommodate the needs of each individual in the class. Um, so it's really kind of interesting the way it's evolved. So it's kind of like personalized learning um, in a circuit. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And they choose whichever level, you know, they can, they can compete at to their best ability to push themselves as hard as they want. Um, so it works out great, and 
and I'm not just saying this because it's it's you know the IHTs, but we use the zone monitors with this group, and it has been an unbelievable motivational thing for them. Um, they it pushes them. They 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 check out their results after class. You know they they have competition between each other. A lot of times I have like husbands and wives competing against each other mm. and seeing who works out the hardest, who burns the most <laughs> calories. Um, you know, making sure they get into the yellow and the red zone and, and stay there. And if they're not there, you'll see them working harder. Or and another nice thing working with adults. Sometimes when they know they're at their target or max heart rate, they slow down. You know, so it kind of works on both ends of the spectrum. Okay. Um, so it's it's really been a huge asset for what we're doing in this class, and um, you know they they can't speak highly enough about them. And um, you know the first thing they do when they come, they put them on and they get going, and they they you know it's it's been really really positive for us. That's great. Um, okay, so <clears throat> okay, so would you can is it fair to like compare a Tabata workout to like high impact intensity training? Sort of. Um, yeah, I would think so. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's definitely you know it's definitely it is, but again you know I would say if I was when we do the Tabata with the with the high school kids, you know we push it a lot harder than I do with the adults because the adult one I let them push as hard as they want to um, but they're all there they're very highly motivated right. they're there to work out so they push themselves extremely hard so yeah I would I would definitely say so okay oh, so okay that's a great transition because I was going to ask all right how do you how do you roll this back down and do it during the school day with your students it, it's really kind of funny because a lot of the stuff I did, it actually goes the other way because a lot of the stuff I do with the adults in the night program is things that we have, like exercises and things that we tried during the day with my students. Um, depending on what exercises, it's like, oh, wow, this is, this is a great exercise. We'll, we'll use this one tonight um, and see how it works with the adults. You know, so it, it kind of goes back and forth. It, it's, a, it's really like an ebb and a flow. Um, between you know doing it during the day with the kids and doing it at night with the adults. Um, obviously, there'll be a few more modifiers at night for the adults, mm -hmm. but we do transfer a lot of the uh, exercises from the day to the night. Okay. And you guys, you have high school students, so we do. We, nine, we're nine through twelve. Yep. Nine. Okay. Um, do you envision this as something that is easily adaptable for even middle school and elementary school kids? Yeah, I, I think so because you can you can adapt the um, you can adapt what exercises you do. Um, and I did see on some of the other videos that a lot of people did do very similar stuff. Mm -hmm. And it just I, I mean the with the Tabata style, it's 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. You could do 15 seconds on, 10 seconds. So you can always play with the time. Right. You can play with the number of rounds you do. Okay. And you can, you know, or the number of stations you do, depending on time of class or number of students. Um, you know, the eight stations fits real well with what I do. If I had a bigger class of, you know, 20 or 24, you could put nine stations in. So you can add a station, take away a station, 
it's very adaptable to, I think, anything or any group. Um, and where it's more body weight and not, um, you know, heavy machine weight lifting type of thing. Okay. You can really, I think, you can adapt it to any level all the way down to elementary school because you can do push-ups and sit-ups and jump rope and, you know, box step-ups. And right. A lot of the stuff that we do, I think you can do with any level or age group. Okay. Um, you mentioned how the parent, how the adults are engaged and how they're pushing themselves. What's the uh, how are, how are the how are the high school kids engaged with the per, with the with this ex, with this circuit? You know, it, it really depends class to class, but overall, pretty well. They like you know. I think, and I've been teaching physical education for almost twenty eight years, but I think they overall like this type of class better than your traditional old school physical education class. Um, I think they like individual workouts and they like to push themselves um, as hard as they feel like pushing themselves that day. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the most part, they, they do enjoy this workout. I mean, every high school kid's got to complain. <laughs> but um, I think overall, I think they really do enjoy it. And, um, you know, we rolled out the, the bands with them also and you can see them and I remember when I talked to Jen before we even got involved in this, and she would say that you would see a kid look at the band and he's not where he wants to be and he starts to do jumping jacks. Well, it's true because I've, I've had that here. You know, kids will push themselves to get up into that zone. Um, so it's a great motivator. And um, this is a great workout that they can do to push themselves like that. So would you consider this one of your go-to workouts for, for your students? Um, I would think so, yes. Okay. Just because it's so adaptable. Um, and you can, you can make it as hard as you want or as easy as you want, depending on what exercises you want to put into that circuit. So yeah, I would, I would definitely think so. Okay. So what is your, what's your best advice for other teachers who don't have a program like this for their... Um, for their physical education classes that want to want to take what you've created here and, and implement it? Um, best advice to implement it? Yep. I would say use, you know, for the first time around, use exercises, you know, use probably three quarters of the exercises that the kids are accustomed to so they're comfortable with them, so they can push work in them, and maybe put in, you know, a quarter of them that are something new and challenging that might, you know, really trap their interest a little bit. Okay. And um, to, to, to make it a little bit more exciting. And I really do believe that these the kids nowadays, they like to be challenged. Um, for the most part, they like to have a, a challenge out there. And if you can make them comfortable, but then also challenge them a little bit too, I think that's when they really start to get involved in it. Okay. Um, Hang on one second. So tell me a little bit about your background. You said 28 years now. Um, How did you get interested in, uh, in teaching physical education? Um, really, obviously, back in high school, um, 
you know, I was a, a three-sport athlete. Sports were, you know, everything I loved to do. I enjoyed physical education, and um, I had some great mentors when I was in high school. And, you know, it just seemed to be the thing that I wanted to do. I, I could never see myself sitting behind a desk. I wanted to be active and moving. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was it's enjoyable working with young adults. And, um, you know, it, it's... It keeps me young. It keeps me uh, keeps me motivated, and um, you know, it just it's it's an enjoyable profession to be in. What were your sports? Um, in high school, I played football, I did basketball, and I did track. Favorite? Favorite was football. What position? Uh, I was an offensive line. Okay. Did you play? Uh, did you play beyond high school? I did. I played in prep school and I played at college. Where? Where was that? Springfield College. Okay. And where? When did? What was the? Was there a, a moment where um, where you knew that this was what you wanted to be? You know, you said you you kind of you couldn't envision yourself at a desk. You like working with. With young adults, you had some mentor. You know, you, PE teachers. I assume were were pretty good mentors for you. But was there a one in particular or one moment where you knew that this is where you this is where you were destined to be? Um, you know, I guess it's hard to say if there was one moment. You know, but it was just growing up, and you know, I playing sports. I wanted to always be involved in sports. I've been coaching my whole career, you know, and the physical education and the coaching always goes together. Okay. And then, um, you know, knowing that I wanted to do that and, you know, when I went into, I taught for 10 years at a, a prep school and at a prep school that I taught at, it was, you know, you, you were required to teach and then do something after school. So that's kind of when I got really involved in you know, the teaching and the coaching and, and tying everything together to make the whole the whole process okay. per se, of an education for students. And, uh, you know, I, I really truly believe in all of that. And I think it, it's, it's real important to have these kids be involved physically also. You know, when, and it's, it's, it's something after school, in the school. Right. Um, you know, I don't okay. know if I said that as smoothly as I could have, but that's, you know, I just think nowadays it's it's even more important than it used to be with so many outside things that, you know, get kids involved in, in and not only sports, but, you know, theater and art and everything like that to, to really give them that sense of being in a school. Sure. Um, do you coach as well right now? I do. I'm the head football coach okay. and I coach indoor and outdoor track. Awesome. All right, I do a lot of work with uh, with football coaches down here. I'm also a, I'm also a sports writer, so. Oh okay. Um. So yeah, gotten to know know a few of those guys um, over the years. Now where about are you? We're in Austin. Austin. I'm trying to think. A good friend of mine from Springfield College, Bobby Wager. Um, Arlington, I think. Okay, so he's right outside Dallas. Yeah, so that's about 200 miles north of us. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. You, you 
don't realize how big Texas is, right? <laughs> <laughs> my my kids laugh because.